0: Log TALK RADIO
1: BROADCASTING FROM DEEP IN THE UBLIFARIS GALAXY ON A SMALL PLANET CALLED GECONIA EAST OF THE ALBINO HILLS AND SOUTH OF THE RAGING Lucistic RIVER Comes the one, the only Gecko Nation Radio.
2: Hey, everybody, this is Dave, and welcome to Gecko Nation Radio. It is great to be back on the air. Uh, citizens of Geckonia, this is my new production. Um you may know me from breeding geckos uh and fe- you know from Facebook and on YouTube um David's Fine Geckos. A lot of you guys know me very well. Um I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight. It's great to be back on the air after a three week hiatus. Uh being a newbie radio show host is a thrilling experience. Um it's so much fun and can also make make you a bit nervous. Uh the more I do the radio show, the more comfortable I get at it. Um Those of you who follow me know that recently there were some big changes with my radio career. (laughs) I've learned some very important lessons through all of this. And um, bottom line is, for all of you out there that are thinking about um, doing something out there in public, um, what I'd like to tell you is if you create something unique, make sure you take the necessary steps to protect your creation. And, you know, just the things that happened to me recently, you know, sometimes things appear like negative experience, but they can really change and become a real positive thing. So my true vision for what I want to do with this show is now possible. Um, I have the help that I need to make it the absolute best that I can. Uh, This show is intended as a resource to the herp community and the Gecko community in particular. Um, And it's a way for me to help everyone. uh, it's It's a way for me to help better everyone in this amazing thing that we've all found. Okay. So those of you who are listening tonight, have no doubt found this and understand what I'm talking about. So do your best to get others involved. Um, Why keep it all to ourselves? And uh, now, a few words from our sponsors.
1: Gecko Nation Radio is a David Fine Gecko's creation and production. You can visit the show's Facebook page at Gecko Nation Radio. I also have a great family-friendly group on Facebook called Gecko Nation. Apply for membership today. Gecko Nation Radio is sponsored by... Gecko Boa Reptiles is your source for the highest quality leopard gecko morphs and wild types, from white and yellows to radars, amazing tremper morphs, and rare subspecies. John is a world-class breeder and extremely knowledgeable. If you're looking for something truly special in geckos, contact John Scarborough at geckoboa.com and on Facebook. And if you're looking for quality food for your dubia roaches, crickets, mealworms, and superworms, look no further than MS2 Premium Insect Chow. Made with reptiles in mind, it contains no dog food, cat food, or chicken mash. Using only vegetable proteins and high-quality ingredients, MS2 Premium Insect Chow will have your feeders making a beeline for it. Contact ms2ent.weebly.com or it can also be purchased at Rainbow Mealworms and AB Dragons. Dale's Bearded Dragons is your one-stop source or any reptile supply products that you may need from Exoterra, Zumed, Rapashi, Repcal, Lucre, and much, much more, and all at 20 to 50% cheaper than your local pet store or big chain pet store. They are also the biggest reptile supply distributor at most of the Northeast Expos. Contact them directly online at DalesBeardedDragons.com or message me on Facebook and I'll put you in touch with the owner. Razor Sharp Reptiles like the name suggests, Jamie Carnes has some sharp gecko and snake projects in the works. He is very well known for his work with rare species, such as cave geckos, but also has some of the prettiest radar projects I've ever seen. Razor Sharp Reptiles is also known for high-end fat and beautiful rainwater leopard gecko morph projects. Check out RazorSharpReptiles.com online and on Facebook abdragons.com is your source for the highest quality dubia roaches. Whether you're starting a colony of your own or just need feeders for your insect-eating herps, abdragons.com can't be beat in quality or price. They're also a huge distributor of FlexSlot reptile heat tape and have very competitive pricing. Check out abdragons.com online and on Facebook.
2: All right, everybody. Um, I also got some big news. Um... Gecko Nation Radio and the Gecko Forums is going to team up. As you guys know, Gecko Forums is basically a wealth of knowledge, and that is the place where there's, from years back, I I don't know, I guess I'm going to say at least 10 years, there's been, that used to be the place where everybody went. Facebook kind of stole some of that action. But the Gecko Forums is still the best place to go for real good, information about morphs. Uh, some of the biggest name breeders and most um, just influential people in the gecko game have information there and have posted there in the past. Um, so definitely check out gecko forums, everyone. Uh, next week I'll be in, uh, bringing that on and we're going to talk a little bit about what we're doing together uh, with the gecko forums. Um, first I want to bring on someone that um, is very just – Helpful in the community, a very great person. He was uh, gracious enough to lend his very—I don't know—just amazing music that he wrote himself to this show. That's the music that you just heard behind the sponsor plugs. So, let's go ahead and bring on Mr. Jeremy Turgeon. Jeremy, you are live on Gecko Nation Radio.
3: What's going on, Dave?
2: Not much, bud. Thank you so much for lending your music to the show. It's excellent. I'm, I just I love jazz music anyway, uh, but to to have it play every single night is going to be a good thing. And uh, I just want to thank you for lending that to the show.
3: Oh man, it's, it's not a problem. I I, uh, I thank you for uh, for even you know asking to uh, to use it, man. It, it's great. I'm uh I've been so busy recently with with, with music stuff and trying to compile. Music to start sending out for stuff like this. It, it was it, this is like the first the first step in achieving what I've been trying to achieve for the last year and a half. So this is uh, uh, awesome for for me as well.
2: Isn't it amazing how things work out? You know, like I needed really cool royalty free music for my show, and you needed more exposure, and it just everything just clicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> <It's amazing>. Exactly. <laughs> That's cool. Um, One of the things just for tonight, everyone, uh, that are tuning in, if you want to check out um, uh, there's a chat room associated with this Blog Talk Radio show, and um, just go on the website for where the radio show is at uh, www.blogtalkradio.com slash Radio and refresh the page if you're on there and you don't see it yet, and just scroll to the bottom, and it'll be there. Um, And you guys can chat in there. I may not be able to get in there and What's going on because I'll be busy with the show But you guys can chat and then keep in mind After the show tonight there's going to be An after party in the Gecko Nation group And we're going to start a thread And um, talk about the show But um, Jeremy why don't you While we have you on why don't you tell us a little bit About what's going on in your life right now And um, give people an opportunity To find you uh, where you are Online on YouTube and such
3: Oh man all right well uh, Right now life is uh Life is, is life. I mean, it's pretty good. Um, as as a lot of people know who follow me on Facebook, I, uh, I dislocated my shoulder about two and a half weeks ago. Um, and because of that, I was unable to uh, go back to Berkeley um, for the next semester, which was a bit unfortunate. Um, I also wasn't able to do a lot with my reptiles because I, I could only use one arm. Uh, but luckily, one of my uh, very faithful crew members uh, decided to – uh, move in with us temporarily to help me take care of that stuff. And uh, now I'm uh, 90% healed, which is great. And I'm not supposed to be doing much, but uh, I, I can't not do much. So I'm uh, taking it slow, but getting stuff done. And uh, mm-hmm. the, the free time that I have now has been going to uh, compiling more uh, more music um, for my demo CD, and uh and more studio time for my actual CD that'll be uh released next year uh which is uh it's a smooth jazz it's kind of like a gospel smooth jazz fusion um which is kind of, which is pretty cool the single to that is going to release in uh the, the end of November of this year and then the rest of the album should be out by next year uh so that's i've got a lot of free time to work on that now which is great
2: <laughs> awesome well when all that's done make sure you Come back on and uh promote it so we can get everybody to to learn where they can pick it up and whatnot um yeah. earlier, I asked you if uh you ever thought of converting some of your music into uh into techno
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: what do you think about that jeremy Techno uh, tech techno's not really my thing i mean I've done some uh some some uh clubhouse music i guess i guess you would call it with those, those amazing uh bass filled club beats. Um, techno, I don't know about techno. It's not, not really my thing. I I think I said to you in the text message, I'm not quite techno geek enough to do it. So, (laughs) (laughs) I
2: know that's cool. I just thought that, you know, the one song that I heard, um, I forgot the name of it, but it sounded like an intro to a really cool techno song and it just popped in my head. So, you know, I, that's why I figured, you know, I'd ask you if you were planning on doing that. But, uh, who knows, man, maybe you can make some extra money doing that, you know, um, Offer a a normal version and a techno version, you know? Right.
3: But
2: but that's cool. All right, Jeremy, why don't you give out your YouTube channel for everybody so they can find you? And uh, once
3: again, man, thank you very much uh, for lending the music to the show. Uh, It's my pleasure, Dave. Um, And you can find me on YouTube and pretty much everywhere else, uh, social media because it runs my life, uh, by just searching up J&D Reptiles. And uh, you'll pretty much find me just about everywhere. Cool, and uh, everybody that's listening,
2: we're having Jeremy back for a full episode in November, I believe, right, Jeremy?
3: Is it November or Uh, December? December, December 29th, I think was the date.
2: That's it, okay, cool. All right, excellent. All right, Jeremy, thanks for coming on, dude, and I'll talk to you soon, bud.
3: All right, sounds good, Dave. Take care.
2: All right, bye now. Bye-bye. All right, cool. Uh, Jeremy's a really cool guy. All right. Now, everybody, um, this this show tonight is going to be an intro to what we're going to be doing. And um, if you guys follow my my last radio show, um, we're going to be doing things similarly in the sense where we're going to be having um, topics that pertain to the gecko community. Uh, of course, we are also going to expand into other areas of herpetoculture. We'll be in, in, uh, interviewing snake uh, breeders and uh, people in the snake community and such. Um, So that's not out of bounds as far as Gecko Nation Radio. In fact, uh, Gecko Nation Radio is going to expand into a lot of different areas. Um, I've invited an artist that has an inclination towards um, reptiles and does a lot of his his artwork focusing around reptiles and other wildlife. So we'll be talking with him one night in the future likely and um, different things like that. So I want to try to keep it as interesting and as broad-based as possible. So um, before we get any further, there is this, (laughs) and that's the funny sound effect, which is actually a leopard gecko uh, screaming, but um, that's kind of the stuff that Steve put together for the show. We're going to have sound effects and all kinds of other cool stuff going on, Um, but let's go ahead and bring on Steve. He is still our news anchor. Oh, I actually have to bring on Steve. <laughs> Hold on, Steve. Wait a second.
5: Let's do this. Good right evening, now, Gaconians. And welcome to Gecko Nation News. Our first story out of of California, scientists have discovered four new species of legless lizards near the Los Angeles International Airport and in Bakersfield. To find these lizards, scientists scattered 2,000 pieces of cardboard and plywood throughout the state to create moist, cool areas which appeal to the lizards. Then, months later, they returned to the boards to see if any lizards had shown up, and that's how they discovered the four new species. Now, they only uncovered approximately 1,000 boards, so they still have 1,000 more boards out there that could potentially have more new species. Wow, that's
2: so interesting. That sounds like, yeah. what, you know, what we do, we put boards out in the woods, you know, for snakes to hide under, and we find them a couple weeks later, it sounds like uh, they did the same thing.
5: Yeah, that's, that's, I used, to, I've done that since I was a kid. Yeah. So that's, that's oh. awesome. I love, I love hearing about new species. It's always, yeah. you know, fu- future potential for, for herpers, you know, so, that's really Especially cool. when we're
2: losing species, too, so. Yeah, find new ones. is cool. How about Yeah, that? especially
5: awesome. you know around here, you wouldn't you know in the U.S. You know you wouldn't think there would be too much left to find. You know, <laughs> with our right. such a high population, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: So our mm-hmm. our next few stories come out of Florida, and in the Everglades, the U.S. Department of Agriculture received a patent in August for a trap that resembles a long, thin cage with a net at one end for live capture of large, heavy snakes. These are for the uh, invasive species in the Everglades. Obviously, they're for primarily Burmese pythons. And Mm -hmm. uh, the the Gainesville Field Station of the National Wildlife Research Center is preparing to test the traps in natural enclo- or in natural enclosures that contain five pythons researchers will try baiting the traps with scent with the scent of small mammals such as rats and future tests may use python pheromones as bait hmm. interesting yeah wow. the uh the traps the traps are approximately five feet long galvanized steel and they're similar to the live traps um, such as have a heart traps where you know that a lot of them a lot of people use the trap you know raccoons and such alive Mm -hmm. they're that type of trap Mm -hmm. these traps require two triggers and it's made so that one one trigger is at each end Hopefully, it will prevent trapping native beasts smaller native species, and that's why they have them. It's so long, the traps so long, so that the snakes can be stretched out inside of it and and set off both triggers. So it's pretty interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Huh. Good alternative
2: then, to mass killing them.
5: Yeah. Well, who knows <laughs> what they're going to do when they get them, but. <laughs> Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and still in Florida, Marcos Island, there was, let's see, Father Kyle Bennett of the St. Mark's Episcopal Church was celebrating... Episcopal. Episcopal, yeah. You know what, I looked up the pronunciation before I, I, (laughs) when I found the story, (laughs) and, of course, I didn't pronounce it right. So, the feast Episcopal they're celebrating. Culture. Yeah, <laughs> the feast they're celebrating the feast day of Saint Fra- Francis Assisi with the Assisi, with the blessing yeah. of the
2: okay.
5: with the blessing of the animals. I looked that one up too. <laughs>
4: okay.
5: <And> okay. Among <laughs> among the fifty animals, primarily most of them were dogs, but one leopard gecko was blessed. Oh, how about
6: that?
5: That's awesome. So yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So and I, still in Florida, there was a lot of news in Florida this week. Hmm. Port St. Lucie, Florida. Two men were caught stealing a chameleon from a Petco, and the way they were caught was one of the one of the men used a Petco rewards card. And they traced it back had his name and everything based on the rewards card cuz they bought food for the for the chameleon when they when they stole it. <laughs>
3: Duh. oh
5: man. <laughs> yep.
2: <Yeah. laughs> Unbelievable. I I'm surprised so they even get in those cages. You know those the Petco has those locking that, cages. I wonder how they got in there.
5: Yeah, that was uh one thing in the article said that the cages had a combination lock, and they think that the suspects m- somehow memorized memorized the combination. Mm, watched okay. employees yeah. getting in there and memorized it somehow. That's what yeah, they exactly. think happened. Mm-hmm. So our mm-hmm. last story okay. for the night is is a comical story. It, to me, I could picture it in a movie. Three young adults 18 to 21 were out on a back road uh, it doesn't say it, couldn't, it says Orlando but it doesn't say where and nature called for one of them so they pulled over and he saw a large snake on the road the man started shooting the snake and and Proceeded to go to the bathroom while his two friends thought they saw the snake. Got out, shot at it with a semi-automatic rifle, and in the and the snake moved off the road. And they heard something in the bushes, and one of one of them shot into the bushes and shot his friend. Oh His friend man. was fine. He got shot in the thigh. But they freaked out because they heard something moving in the bushes and forgot their friend had had to go to the bathroom. So, but they were fine. <laughs> no charges were pressed. It was, it was a minor wound. They were okay. Huh. But to me, it seemed like a scene you would see in some comedy movie. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Wow, that's
5: funny. Idiots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, and and like I said, they were between 18 and 21 at night, mm-hmm. and they're running around with semi-automatic rifles. Yeah, great,
2: totally unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Powerful lesson learned.
5: So, and our our last thing is, there, I just want to remind everybody about CAD-X. That's categorical mm-hmm. exclusion, which is. Yeah. It will allow Fish and Wildlife Service to easily add species to the injurious wildlife list of the Lacey Act by waiving due process under the National Environmental Policy Act. And right now, the National Environmental Policy Act requires due process with science, economics, and social impact considered prior to listing any species on the injurious wildlife. So you everybody needs to go the deadline now is october fifteenth to post a comment to object to this this new new proposal. So we have till October fifteenth to go on and what what everybody needs to do is go on USherp dot org and right on their home page there's a a red alert. Just read through that, and even if you've done it already, do it again. Send a second wave of of objections to this, and uh, just follow exactly what it says. There's a, a take action button on there. You click right on that and follow follow the directions, and everything you need is right there. That's usherp.org.
2: Yep, very cool. Thank you. Thank you for reminding us about that, Steve.
5: No problem. Okay.
2: Alright, do um, so you have anything else for us tonight?
5: Nope, that was that was it. That's our last story. Okay.
2: Alright, well, before you go, I just want to thank you very much for everything that you've done over the last few weeks. Um, for, all, for those of you guys that have been following uh, what's been going on on Facebook, uh, Steve has been incredible at helping to promote this new show. If you've seen the intro videos, uh, the the um, the trailers uh, they're just they're just amazing and he's an amateur graphic designer but I think the work that he's done is near professional and if I didn't know any better I'd be watching a trailer to a, a new movie that's coming out so um, Steve while Steve may not be uh, here doing every episode with me as far as being a co-host Steve is instrumental as far as his ability with uh, the audio and video, and his news, of course. So, Steve, I just want to seriously, sincerely thank you
1: for your help with this new production.
5: Oh, thank you. I mean, it's it's an honor. I'm I'm happy to help.
2: Thank you. Yeah, so it's going to be great. I, I'm already. I'm just so psyched. Everybody is is just thrilled. I I haven't seen. I, it's amazing the amount of support the show has received. So. And, uh, and and that's to all the listeners as well. Thank you all for all your support, especially over the thir- last three weeks. Um, I'm going to do my best. Steve and I both are going to do our best to make a really great production for the gecko and reptile community. So, excellent. All right, Steve. Well, um, one of the things that Steve's going to be doing for the show is he's going to be doing um, video trailers uh, for pretty much every guest, if, as long as you have time to do it, Steve. So during the week, uh when we promote the next the upcoming episode, if you follow the Facebook page, uh Gecko Nation Radio, you will see our trailers and um promotional information about the upcoming show's guests. So definitely check that out and uh I'm looking forward to seeing what you put together for uh John Scarborough next weekend. So uh that should be pretty cool, I bet, huh Steve?
5: Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, cool. John will <laughs> like it, uh, I think. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, Steve. Well, thanks again for the news tonight, and we will uh, hear from you again next weekend.
5: All right. Thank you. All right. Take care,
2: bud. Bye now. <laughs> All right, everybody. So, continuing with the theme tonight, um, we are going to have We're going to speak to some of our sponsors and um, give them a chance to talk a little bit about their products and what they do. And uh, keep in mind, I'm going to have each sponsor on for a full episode as well, so you guys can basically know exactly what they're working on as far as products or, or breeding projects and stuff like that. So why don't we go ahead and bring Mr. Jamie Carnes of Razor Sharp Reptiles. Jamie Carnes, you are live on Gecko Nation Radio.
0: Hey, David. How's it going?
2: Very well. Very well, Jamie. How are you, bud?
0: Pretty good. Pretty good. I just wanted to call in and congratulate you on your new and improved show.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I think it's going to be a spectacular
0: uh, broadcast. I really do. (laughs) Yeah. Thankfully, it was a really quick turnaround to get it up and running again because it's something the community needs, I think, and everybody digs it, so...
2: Yeah, well, you know, I think the gecko community is is very special, and uh, uh, those of us that love geckos, you, you know exactly how I feel. So it's like preaching to the choir, I know. But <laughs> you know, we we need a place to talk about geckos. You know, we need we need a show that's primarily dedicated to geckos. And yeah, of course, I'm going to we're going to hit on everything in Herbetic culture, But I don't know, geckos to me are, well, Jamie, you know, they're the best. <laughs>
0: Yes, I do. I do. I know.
2: <laughs> what did you do this weekend? Did you have any shows?
0: Um, No, I did not. I had that Repticon last weekend, which was interesting, to say the least. And then um, this weekend was uh, nothing. Just kind of catch up and did some stuff with mm-hmm. my kids and went to a jiu-jitsu uh, seminar thing today with my son. It was pretty cool. Long day. To, uh... Yeah,
2: no, I hear you. Why don't you tell the the audience a little bit uh, about Razor Shark Reptiles and uh, what exactly you do uh, so they they know who our sponsors are. And um, by the way, everybody, Jamie's going to be back on an episode with us in two weeks, I believe, right after uh, John's episode next week, right? Is that when we have you scheduled, Jamie? I
0: think so, yeah. It was sometime in October.
2: Yeah, I think it's, uh, yep, that's exactly when it is. It's in two weeks. You guys, Jamie, tell us about Razor Shark. Well, Razor
0: Sharp is basically just a gecko breeder. Um, I do it as a hobby, I guess, but it's a little bit larger than just a typical hobby. I um, work with leopard geckos, um, cave geckos, um, some odds-and-end geckos here and there. I kind of have gecko EDD, so I kind of jump all over with certain things. Um to <laughs> make yes. projects here and there, some dwarf monitors. Um, the main focus pretty much is leopard geckos and cave geckos. Um, probably been doing it since about... 2008 I think I started
2: doing shows I think it was Flipper mm-hmm. gecko wise and well here we are today uh, What I particularly like about what you're working on um, The two things that stand out to me the most Are the way you're getting The color on those tape geckos And those Those interesting pattern Those really weird pattern bells And the eraser head bells i don't you quickly <laughs> tell uh, everybody What you're doing with those two things well, the weird colored bells—they just passed up this year, so that that remains
0: to be seen. Really, I'm holding them all back. Um, a lot of the really crazy red-headed purple ones turned out to be males, so that's kind of mm. neat. So I'm going to take them back to the females they came from, basically, and see if I can reproduce that again. Because I did get a, a pretty good handful of them. I got six or seven of them, um, and they're just mm. weird. Um, they came out of red-striped bells mixed with radars, and I have no idea why that happened, but. We're going to roll with it and see what happens. Um, <laughs> I mean, what else can you really do? Um, right. So hopefully that turns out well. As for the caves, I started breeding those, I think, back in 2008, maybe early 2009, at least the Hanensis, the Chinese ones. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I picked them up as wild-caught like a lot of people did, and nobody really cared about them too awful much until recently. So I've been kind of, like, line breeding them and separating them into groups and working on different, you know, intensifying the yellows and, some of, this, some of them even have orange coming in on the rings, which is pretty weird and different, and I'm kind of working on those, and that's basically it. And they just, you know, after all the years here, they just kind of, they just glow. I mean, the color stays, and they just look fantastic compared to most, and now they're getting more popular, and a lot more people are getting into them, so we'll see how that goes with that species, but for mm-hmm. now they're getting pretty popular. I get a lot of emails, and I really can't even keep up with half the demand of what people want because, you know, they take about two years or so to mature, so, I'm just starting yeah. now to breed yeah. females from two years ago. So, it takes a while. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. But popularity, yeah. well, and um, that's a good thing. They're a really cool species that, you know, like you know, they're a room-temperature animal, basically. Yep, yep. Mid-70s, and oh, they're fairly easy to keep. Yeah, very, you know, but, you know, with, with anything that's tempted like that, it's going to grow slower because its metabolism slower, so it takes a little mm. while.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, I bought a couple of them a couple of years back, and... Um, I they were very delicate as far as from the way I do things here. I'm I'm a, a leopard gecko guy through and through, so I wound up parting with them. Um, yeah. But you know, it, it seems that if you miss miss a day or two of misting them, like you notice it right away. They need they need that moisture and that humidity. It
7: seems. You know.
2: What I kind
0: of do is I just keep them like a, I make a hide out of a deli cup, and in it I'll put dirt and a little cocoa fiber and some sphagnum moss, and I keep that pretty wet. So all the condensation mm-hmm. and whatnot goes to the top of the lid. So it's kind of, I can I don't have to miss them every, like, maybe three, every third day or so I go in and miss the containers, the, the drawers. But um, with that, mm-hmm. they kind of go in there and just do their thing, and they get what they need out of that more or less humid hide like we do with everything else. But it's a little more humid at all. Well.
6: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the okay, babies, yeah. you know, the babies you are a little give... more
0: delicate. Yeah, no,
2: that, that's, well, that's what I wound up getting were small ones, so maybe that was my issue.
0: Um, yeah, they don't to, like anything you know, too crazy. warm. Yeah, yeah, they're they're a little bit more touchy, but only for the first you know month or two, and then they're they're pretty much bulletproof after that.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um. So what's what's the next show that you'll be doing? I'll probably be seeing you at White Plains soon, right? or Amber? I just, I don't know which one's first.
0: You? I don't know I think either. Amber's I the nineteenth. I think that's first.
2: Okay, so that's coming up in a couple of weeks then. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so I think it's the 19th. Okay, so we got Hamburg first, and then we got White Plains. Cool. All right.
0: Which, which is a Saturday. Yeah. I don't remember the date, but it's, it's only Saturday of the year when there's a White Plains show.
2: Oh, that's right. I think that's going to throw everybody off. That You know, because everybody's <laughs> used to it being on a Sunday. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you there's going to be, yeah, I bet you there's going to be like half the normal turnout. I'm just going to predict that. I hope it doesn't. But eh, you, know. you never know.
0: You never know, yeah. but now you cursed us, so it doesn't matter anymore.
2: Oh God! I shouldn't even have said that. Oh man, <laughs> it just seems that it just seems that you know, like I'm just thinking about how people operate. You know, they think white planes, they think Sunday. You know, creatures um, of habit. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? I guess between me and you and uh, the other people, other breeders that are going, maybe we can all make a real effort to uh, promote the fact that it's on Saturday this time and not Sunday. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, yeah. So
2: that's that's what I'll do. All right, we can we re- coordinate and. You know, we can also make an on the show too, so we're we'll right through closer to that date. But all right, cool, Jamie. I won't keep you all night. Um, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a sponsor of the show. Um, it's great to have you as a sponsor. I look forward to um, seeing you at the next expos. And uh, um, if you have an extra one of those those really weird bell mails, maybe we can talk. <laughs>
0: Maybe we can, yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, David, I appreciate it, <laughs> right. and um, thanks for everything you do, man, and I'll talk to you soon.
2: Awesome. Thanks, Jamie. I'll talk to you soon, bye Thanks.
0: Bye. All right, bye.
2: All right, everybody, that was Jamie from Razor Sharp. All right, why don't we, um, I want to bring in, yes, I want to bring in Reno Lucarelli from ebdragons.com. As you guys know, ebdragons is the dubia king, and they are snooze into FlexLive. So,
3: hey, Dave, are how are you
2: live. doing? Yep. Hi, Reno. You're live on Get the
8: Radio. What's going on, bud? Oh, hey, congratulations. This sounds great. Enjoying it so oh, far. Oh,
2: thank you. Thank yeah. you very
8: much. Thanks for sponsoring the show. Hey, you know, I've known you for a very short time, but it feels like a long time. And uh, I've learned <laughs> a lot, we both have. So uh, Absolutely. So, yes. It's been great. Cool. Tell us what's going on with A.B. Dragons. Let everybody
2: know who you are, what you do best, and uh, what they can expect uh, from A.B. Dragons.
8: Well, thank you. Yeah. We're located in uh, northeast Ohio. We have two locations out here. And we primarily breed uh, the Dubi roaches. roaches. Uh, we've been dabbling in and getting into some future breeding stocks of the discoids for the Florida people, for the bigger roaches, for the lizards, the bigger lizards. Uh, we're doing some of the orange heads like we had spoken before. And the one-year project, I have the giant cave roaches, which will get up to four oh inches in length.
6: Oh, my so God. Those are crazy.
8: You need some big <laughs> lizards. <laughs> um, but, uh yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're designed primarily for the bigger lizard industry. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who just want them as pets to show off and, and keep as a pet. A roach just isn't wow. just feeders. Uh, they're very clean, uh, not like your house roaches that everyone thinks of. Um, mm-hmm. And right. they yeah, they don't climb the walls, uh, which is great of the tubs. What we do is just the babies, when they're small nymphs, they have a habit of wanting to climb because of their weight. But we, we coat mm-hmm. the top either with a, uh, a petroleum gel or tape, and that keeps them down. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they're very safe to keep. Um, yep, we also yep. carry the Flex Watt heat tape, all the so- mm-hmm. uh, the primary sizes, which are the eleven, the three, and the four inch. Looking at dabbling mm-hmm. into the mm-hmm. six somewhere in the very near future, we also mm-hmm. have the proper connectors for the mich- uh, for the uh, the heat tape also. Yep, so you can right. you can find all that, and uh, we've added on the premium chow, the MS two chow there. Which is also a sponsor of yours, and yeah, that's, right. that's taken off. That's taken off great. Well, so, that, that uh, roach shell.
2: People call it people call it roach crack <laughs> because <laughs> it seems like the roaches, <laughs> the roaches get addicted to it, and uh, it is. It I've seen it for myself. I, I've seen these roaches go. They just gravitate towards it, and uh, I'm actually. I just received some from Marcy, so I'm going to be posting yeah. videos uh or at least a video probably in the upcoming week just showing people exactly um how I'm gonna be using the chow here and uh, show people how the roaches love it. So yeah. Right. yeah hey Reno, tell me a little bit about a little bit more about these four inch long roaches. Um I use the orange heads here for uh for my blue tongues, my blue tongue skinks because so they're pretty big right. and I think they they like the way they smell like garlic or something. But yeah. um it drives Judge the blue thongs, crazy. I think these four inch ones would be even too big for my blue thongs. Yeah, describe them a little
8: bit. They're more of the uh, they'll they'll hang up on the bark. Uh, we, we'll keep bark in some of the containers, and they like height. It's not base as much, but it's considerably more height area. And uh, like any other roach, they like it dark. And uh, mm-hmm. they they were found in the caves and stuff, like in the Peru area. And they basically would eat anything that fell down from the cave top from the bats. That was the original. Uh, we, here, mm-hmm. we just feed them the prime, the premier chow and some of our own little chow mix. And between the two, they just seem to multiply and do great. But it's still, I'm looking at another six months to a year out before I can really wow. supply the customers with that base. They don't breed uh-huh. as prolific as the doobie do. And the orange hats, um mm-hmm. the discoids are another good thing for for your monitors and lizards like that uh they're they're more of like a three inch size to almost a three and a half inch size of discoid. You may want to consider mm-hmm. that and um interesting, but yeah, they're great. The other exciting thing we have we're building a new website, and it okay. should be up and running in the next week. And we'll also be offering to everyone here at the radio station uh, the 5% discount. Uh, Just use the code word GECKO. And anyone listening in can get 5% off of anything they purchase, whether it's on sale or not. Uh, Nice. How about that? Okay, cool. We want to offer that (laughs) to the guys here because we want to support the community. uh, And that's Mm -hmm. the best way to do is to make it easier for everyone to feed their animals. Yeah, that's um, great. A and, lot of people struggle today so. Yeah. Right. And we're also going to have a limited amount of affiliate customers. This is where you as an individual can become an affiliated customer and sponsor or or, or have on your website. This is all new to us, so we're learning as well. A link to mm. so where if a customer purchases your our product or your website, you also get money for that. So you're making a little oh, extra cool. cash. So, but yeah. we're going to limit excellent. that to a few of the customers that have, uh, you know, more of the professional websites. So, mm-hmm. absolutely, excellent. But, yeah,
2: um, Rena, did yeah. you want to did you want to give a, a prize to a, a listener? Yes. in a little while, I'm going to open up I, the phone lines.
8: Yes, I was going to let you handle that question. You know, keep it to the gecko area because you know mm-hmm. it better than I do. I would just be stumbling like, how many eggs does a gecko lay? But uh, yeah. um yes, I wanna hand out to anybody on the radio station that can answer Dave's question a twenty dollar gift card, gift certificate to any of our products. So awesome. Dave during the show will mention a question and whoever answers mm-hmm. it will receive the twenty dollar gift card and Dave will give you the information on how to contact me direct. And yep. then we'll I'll work that out. That. Yep.
2: Awesome. All right, thank you very much, Reno, and uh, thanks again for sponsoring the show.
8: No problem. Thank you for taking your time out of the day to do stuff like this, Dave. It makes a difference.
2: I know. I really love doing it. it. I, I, yeah, no, it's a great thing. It's a lot of fun stuff.
8: So. Yeah. All right, cool. I'll yeah. talk
2: to you during the week, Reno. Thanks. All
8: Sounds great, guys. Take it easy, Dave. All, All right, right. Take bye-bye.
2: care. Bye now. All right, everybody. So there you have it. We have... Um, Anybody who is a listener to the show, if you guys need doobie, dubias, he calls them doobies. Uh I call them dubias. Um, if you guys want really high-quality dubias, check out avdragons.com. Excellent source of watt heat tape. Has, a, has 3, 4, and 11-inch for you, all the popular sizes. Um, enter the gecko code gecko in the, in the checkout, and you're going to get 5% off your order. Um, so that's just for our listeners. And um at towards the end of the show I'm gonna do uh, a period of open lines where you guys can call in and um we'll give out some prizes here. Um I also have um Jamie from Razor Sharp wanted to do a give a prize too. I forgot what he wanted to do. Um but and, and I'll find out. But um all right. Our next um sponsor that's gonna come on and talk is Mr. John Scarborough from Gecko Boa Reptiles. And let's see, John here is right here. John Live on Gecko Nation Radio.
4: Hey Dave, how you doing?
2: Doing good, John. How are you?
4: Oh, well, just hanging in there, just uh putting away a bunch of babies right now and just finally got done with feeding and kinda of getting things organized down down in the Gecko Dungeon, but, um, yeah, just, uh, just a nice Sunday. I'm going to sit back and relax tonight. I kind of need it. I've had pretty pretty lo- rough couple last weeks here, so it would be nice to oh, just, uh, relax a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's that time kind of a year, you know, and you get that accumulation of a lot of babies hatching, and then you also have the sales that are going on, updating the website, and then your females are still laying, so my females just mm-hmm. pretty much are starting to wind down now. So it's making life a lot easier, but you, yeah, know, it seems
2: that you guys that are, yeah, no, it seems that you guys that are breeding geckos west of uh, me or, you know, us on the East coast, it seems like your, your breeding season lasts longer. Like for instance, mine started, uh, dying down, uh, you know, a couple months ago. So about a month and a half ago. So I'm just getting a trickle of eggs coming out now, but, um, uh, you know, if you're just starting to wind down now, it seems like you're a little behind us, but um, it's interesting. Yeah, it's, you know? it's really
4: strange. I've always been late, uh, even for people on the West Coast. Um, but, you know, I've always – I mean, I can always have a couple of stragglers still laying eggs throughout the year, so i got a couple of eggs the whole year. But for the most part, I don't mm-hmm. get any eggs till about March, um, April. You know, and then my main um, influx is uh, around uh, – you know, August, June, August. You know, so it's kind of strange. I do definitely have a later season the most. Um, in some ways, I like it. In some ways, it, I don't because it's, um, you know, I'm I'm usually behind everybody by a little bit. But you know, at the same time, I have a lot of leopard geckos for sale during the winter, so it has its advantages mm-hmm. too. But yeah, I don't know why mm-hmm. I, everything. I I have a couple that will start early, and even if I get them from other breeders, a lot of times they'll start early, and then once they're in about another season with me, they, they usually go late. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah year, I man, think I only had, I, only,
4: I think only had like two or three clutches before March and that was it. So pretty crazy. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Well, we can talk all about it next week when you come back on for a full episode. <laughs> um, yeah, what's sure. going on with uh, what's going on with your, um, your website and making new updates. I saw a couple of really nice bandits for sale.
4: Yeah, I'm uh, trying to get the website updated. I I have a lot of geckos that are just starting to come to size right now, so I'm just trying to keep that up to date and put a few more on. I'm actually working. I want to post a few tonight, and then I'll probably do a lot more tomorrow. Um, I always Mm -hmm. (laughs) try to expect. I always try to get geckos on there as soon as possible, but it's it's tough to get them posted. It's a lot of pictures and. And you have to post them to the website and do all the descriptions and everything. So it ends up being kind of an all-day process, even to just to post, you know, thirty, forty geckos. It, it does take a while. But yeah, uh, I know. Uh, post and, you know, uh, I, put some new stuff tonight, hopefully, and then more tomorrow too. Yeah, cool. All right, I'll be
2: checking it out too. We got some putting out some really nice stuff this season. That's for sure. So uh,
4: yeah, thanks, yeah man. keep you. Yeah, I yeah, got a lot of I got a lot of really nice tangerines that are just starting to. Really color up now, and I'm seeing the potential in them. And I mean, it's going to be hard to even let some of these go. But um, a lot of tangerines are really nice. I got uh, some wild types that I'm I'm working on right now, and you know, hopefully, I'll have a few available um, pretty soon. Nice. Um, I already have the nice. manicus and the Montanus, and some of the others available. That I should have. Hopefully, some others too. Cool.
2: Awesome. All right. Great. All right, John. Well, I won't hold you up. Um, looking forward to next week and. Uh, Check out I think you're gonna really like your promotional video that we're gonna be posting out on Facebook this week, so uh keep an eye on cool. you know, keep an eye out for that. And uh uh we'll have you back next Sunday.
4: Great, I appreciate it, and good luck with the new show.
2: Hey listen, John, one last thing. Thank you very much yeah. uh for being a sponsor.
4: Really appreciate it. Oh yeah. Yeah, no problem, man. I, I really like the show and I, I think you're doing a really good job and you know, I, th- I think the show's probably going to come back stronger. Sometimes you got to get knocked down and you, to realize that you need to make a, a few adjustments. And I think it's going to come back really strong. So best of Hell luck yeah. with it, and hopefully you got that fire burning again, and we'll we'll get this thing going right.
2: Oh, I never lost the fire, and I never got knocked
3: down.
2: <laughs> I just got kind of like, uh, you know, put in a different dimension for a couple
4: of weeks. Now I'm back in reality. So. <laughs> all right. Well, it's all good. glad you're in the right dimension again.
2: <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. All right, John. I'll talk to you next Sunday then. Looking forward to it.
4: All right. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it.
2: All right. Later, bro. Bye. All right, cool. Now we got uh, a special guest coming on from uh, Herpentime Radio. Let's check in with JD from Herpentime. You are live on Gecko yeah. Nation Radio. Hey, what's going on, Dave?
6: Hey J.D., Great. not
2: much. How are you doing, bro?
6: I'm doing good, doing good, man. Been herping like crazy. Uh today I was out uh looking for one uh fall salamander, so I found a couple of long tail salamanders and a whole bunch of duskies and had a had a pretty good time out there today. Why don't you Anything tell everybody about why
2: don't you tell everybody about the hog nose that you found recently?
6: Oh yeah, I found a county record actually for NASA. It was a eastern hognose in, in Columbia County. So, I mean it was pretty rare to find one. And uh was a you know, it was actually actually I got bit by it.
3: <laughs>
6: and I said hognose I have never bit. You know, I keep western hognose and all that stuff. I've been around the easterns a lot in the field and stuff over the years in different places and uh I tell you what, I said it actually picked it up and it bit me and I was a little shocked about that. And uh after <laughs> it bit me after it bit me on the pinky, my, my pinky swallowed up because they do have uh you know, some uh bufuno to- toxins in their in their um, mm-hmm. saliva. So it did swallow mm-hmm. up and it, my pinky got huge and uh, <laughs> 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 and, uh but uh. I want Go ahead. Go Hi, ahead, Oh. You there? Oh uh, Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I was I, mean, I was having a ball. Uh you know, I mean I I go outfield herping every time on the show and stuff on and, and actually last week we did a episode from Snake Road, uh actually Justin Guyer is down at Snake Road and uh we found actually a pair of uh top reds breeding right on the road. And, uh, actually, I said, that would be like finding a lifer, like finding a lifer, you know, uh, because, I mean, I have never seen, I've been out in the field a lot, and I have never seen, especially copperheads breathing. And, uh, I think that, that that was a pretty, uh, and there's pictures and stuff. We got them on Facebook and all over, and, uh, but it was a pretty good show. He was, we were doing it live, and, uh, we actually had a on Saint Road. There's no motor, motorized vehicles supposed to be on the road, and there was mm-hmm. actually a motor. When we, were, when we were doing the broadcast, there was actually a motorcycle that went down through there, oh. uh, full, full tilt, and you could hear it on the air and stuff like that. So uh, uh, Justin got off got off the phone with me for a while, and he he called the authorities about it and uh, tried to get mm-hmm. the guy stopped. I said, but, you know, them laws and rules are there for a reason. They're there to protect that area. And I don't know if you ever heard of Snake Road, but it's a it's a pretty special place. I have.
2: Yep, I have.
6: Yeah, it well, has.
2: Well, surprised they didn't get the guy,
6: though, huh? Probably no. got out of there too quick. I said, it's probably, it's probably somebody local. You know, I mean, with the motorcycle, you know, pretty local and stuff, and probably went back home or something after he did it. But just, mm-hmm. you know, just just an idiot out there testing his boundaries. You know. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. So what's uh,
2: how's everything going on Irpin Time? You guys are still going oh, strong, almost. Uh, how many years now? Three years.
6: Almost three years. Uh, we've been going pretty strong, and uh, you know, thanks to great sponsors like yourself. I mean you you have been with us for a long time and uh we actually uh would like to get you back on and do a crossover show.
2: Oh excellent. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely.
6: And uh but uh yeah it's going really good over there. As I said we, we have a lot of archives and stuff like that so I mean people can go on there and look you know, pick a show that they want to listen to and you know, check it out.
2: Mhm, yeah, I do a lot of and time radio listening while I'm cleaning gecko poop, so it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great great thing to pass the time when you're cleaning tubs and stuff. excellent show, you guys do a great job and uh for those of you guys that don't know uh and time Radio was uh a lot of my own inspiration uh to start my own radio because so, I really think the world of what j d and Justin do over there, so you guys keep going strong um.
6: Here's to another three, year, here's to another 10 years of Herping Time. <laughs> well, long, long. you know what? I am mean, I'm getting pretty old now, but I said, you know, as long as I can go, man, there will be Herping Time radio going on. That's awesome. Excellent. <laughs> great great job, guys, seriously. Tell Justin I said hi. Oh, I will. I will, sir. Uh, All right. Like I said, when do we come on your show, uh, Dave? I was going to ask you that uh, sometime we, in November.
2: Yep, I think it's scheduled. Yeah, I can tell you right now. Um, give me a second. You guys are scheduled. Let's see.
3: Okay, Herpentine
2: crossover is scheduled for November tenth.
6: Awesome! Awesome! I can't wait. Yep. Can't wait, Dave.
2: I know it's going to be going to be a great show we have guests already My le- i have guests scheduled all the way until january 26 ron tremper is coming on on january twenty sixth of 2014 that's the that's that's where we have shows scheduled all the way up to it's a good feeling to know that the shows are all set to go for many months ahead uh, i know you guys do the same thing you guys book things way ahead right
6: Oh yeah, oh yeah. We got we got almost for a year that we have guests coming on and stuff. So we're pretty set on that. And I said, usually you know, with doing the radio show and stuff like that, you have technical difficulty. You have uh, guests maybe that can't do it on that day and stuff like that. And you know, uh, you you have to use your imagination and come up with some good uh, good stuff that you know have the show go through. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep.
2: Exactly. So I know. It it happened in my last show and I'm sure it'll happen with this one. We're not we're not professional radio shows, but we're we're doing the best we can. And you know, Block Talk Radio is an excellent service for us to use, but sometimes there are glitches, you know, like internet connections break down, you know, there's storms, there's glitches in the programming, little things happen, so but you know, we just gotta keep going and you know, pick up where we left off and the show goes on.
6: I actually said one time on the radio broadcast, I said, you know what? I said, blog talk, you need to say you're sorry, and you need to you need to send me some pizza and stuff to my door. And you know what? I actually got pizza at my door. Really? <laughs>
2: <laughs> they sent you a pizza for real?
6: <laughs> for real.
2: <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's great. Uh, I, I love <laughs> blog talk. I like being able to do this. I think it's a lot of fun, so. All right, JD. I know you got to get to work. I won't keep you on all night. Um, I look forward to doing a crossover whenever you want. And for guys, for you guys out there that listen to this show, uh Herp and Time Radio is every Wednesday. What time, JD?
6: It's at six o'clock every Wednesday at Eastern Standard Time. So check us check us out, and we'll we'll grow a big uh, reptile network. Yep,
2: that's right. And you and I can share guests and. And for all the sponsors and guests uh, of Gecko Nation Radio. Um J D and Justin and I have have a, have an agreement where if you guys want to go on either one of our shows, uh, you can. So um yeah, you know, just think about that. So you
6: know. can do stuff like that in the future too, so
2: so it's a good thing. All right, J D, thanks again for calling in. I really appreciate it, but
6: oh no problem, Dave. I'm glad to do it and great show so far, brother.
2: Awesome. Thank you very much. I'll talk to you soon, okay?
6: All right.
2: All right, later. All right. I just got a text message from Jamie Carnes. Uh, He is giving a 20% off um, coupon for tonight. So uh, one of you lucky listeners is going to get that special code. He gave me a secret code word that only one person is going to be able to use. And uh, one of you guys will get that in a little bit. And uh, we're going to go ahead and bring on uh, Marcy from MS2 Enterprises. Let's see. Where are you, Marcy? So many callers in this queue here. Um, there you are. Okay. Marcy, you are live on Gecko Nation Radio.
9: Hi, David. I'm really happy to be here tonight. How
0: you doing?
2: Oh, I'm doing excellent. I was nervous when we first started because uh, <laughs> I had the pre-show jitters, and then uh, just, when you do your own radio show, it's kind of like standing up in front of a million people, because, well, you don't even know how many people are listening, but (laughs) if you're not, uh, like, really, I don't know, experienced in public speaking, you know, it seems, it it can be nervous, nerve-wracking, so um, now I'm a lot more comfortable, uh, and I'm sure once I'm into this a few more weeks, it'll be like, you know, riding a bike, so, Uh, but... You know, hey, hey, listen, thank you for being a sponsor of the show. Why don't you tell people a little bit about MS2?
9: Well, we're extremely happy about being sponsors of Gecko Nation Radio. Um, One of the things that I wanted to say is that I absolutely love the support that's been shown by the community for this project. Um, And I have to say that it's a, a project that the community needs and enjoys. Um, so I'm really proud that you've um, done everything that you need to do to protect your project and to persevere. And uh, my family is really happy to be a part of it. Um, MSQ right. is, a, is a family business. It's not just me. A lot of times people just see me and think of it as, you know, just Marcy. Um, but there's a family behind the scenes. Um, you know, my husband, Mark, is very involved. Um, he's the accounting man. He's the one that tells me what I can and can't spend. <laughs> and, um, you know, but, the, you know, there's so much work that is involved in everything. You know, my son and my husband are, you know, my mixers, my box carriers, my box makers, you know, um <laughs> Every single one of my children have been involved in making chow and, you know, filling bags and, you know, every part of the process. And so it's really, it's really kind of a fun thing because it's really brought the family together in one project that we can all be really proud of. So it's kind of a neat thing. Um, although I certainly am the mouthpiece because I'm usually the loudest. <laughs> Um, but it, it's definitely been an exciting adventure uh, for us. Um, uh, you know, we also have, uh, Raven Song Reptiles, and that's, um, also been equally exciting because we just posted our first geckos up for sale, so that was really exciting. So we have, um, a Raven Song Reptiles website. Um, so, um... Uh, this week, we just posted our first baby. So that's uh, just a really big, exciting thing. Um, hey, Marcy, and tell people, it,
2: Marcy, tell people exactly what your chow is. Like, what, what exactly, um, you know, for, for people that don't know, you know, tell, tell them, like, okay. exactly what you make, you know?
9: Well, without exactly giving the recipe away, I mean, uh, I one of the things that <laughs> – I have, like, this, you know, secret recipe file somewhere that I told my children that if I ever croak, keep making this stuff because it's amazing. Um, and so, um, and there's actually one other person outside of my family that has the recipe so that if something happened to my entire family, it's not lost. <laughs> but, um, okay. Uh, but basically, uh, I had... I had tried some other chow recipes, and I wasn't impressed Um, just because I didn't see, like, I, you know, put the roach chow in, and I wouldn't see anything happen. You know, the bowl would still be full, and and I was very um, diligent about making sure that it was changed so it was always fresh, and I wanted to make sure that my feeders were getting optimal nutrition. And so I said, well, I think I'm going to try my hand at making my own. And I had always imagined in, you know, in my life that I'd be, be known for my cooking. My entire family, friends, anybody that knows me, knows me for my cooking, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I had no idea that I would be known for bug food. I, you know, never <laughs> never, never crossed my mind. But, you know, I guess it kind of makes sense. If I make, you know, outstanding food for humans, why not insects? Um Really, yeah, mm, but um, I spent a tremendous amount of time researching um, nutrition for insects, um looking at various ingredients, looking at what you know what types of things would bring various levels of nutrition to a chow recipe, and so um, from that. You know, I, you know, went and would find what I could get locally here in Alaska um, to bring to a chow, And so some of that I have to order online. Um, so sometimes that's kind of a hurdle that I have to deal with. Um, but um, one of the things that we've done recently is been ordering, like, mouse quantities of some of the uh, things that we can't get locally. Uh, so we usually um have a good stock on hand um so we can make chow. Um but I looked at everything very carefully and I made one recipe and I wasn't wasn't entirely pleased with it. And I made another recipe. And it was like I struck gold. I, I you know I put the you know the chow into uh the Juvia bin and it was it was like, you know, a stampede. And I was like, Oh my word, you know? And Yeah. People, people I, have call that, it Roach crack because the,
2: the roaches go crazy.
9: Well, I have you a know? video on YouTube and that's actually the one that Rainbow has on their website, Rainbow Mealworms has that video yeah. and it literally like startled my daughter and I because we could hear the dubia like running for the chow. <laughs> And um, we, you know, at that point, you know, we had we knew that that was something that was just insanely wonderful, you know. And so um, I had spent so many so much time working on, you know, the recipe, and I, I, you know, basically had it tweaked to the point that, and I haven't changed it since. Um, but the majority of my product is either organic or quality human grade. And everything that goes into there has to pass the filter that would I freak out if my reptile ate like, you know, if this ingredient was in my reptile's, you know, tub or enclosure and my reptile ate this, would I lose my mind? Would I be stressed out? Would I be worried? Um or if my where my children ate it. Now my children all are, are all grown pretty much. You know, they're all taller than I am, which isn't doesn't say much, but um and they're are you the saying age that we could of, eat this
2: roach food? Are you, Marcy, are you saying that we can eat this roach food? People can eat it. It's that it's that safe, like there's nothing crazy in it?
9: I'm saying that I would not if my child took a spoonful of of my roach food, I would look at them I'd be like, I don't know why you just did that, but I'm not gonna call You know, poison control. I'm not stressed that you ate it. Um, Okay. All right. I mean, it's made made out of ingredients that I trust, and I wouldn't panic at all in any way, shape, or Mm -hmm. form if one of my children stuck a whole spoonful in their mouth. I'd look at them like, I don't know why you're eating the bug food, but if that's what (laughs) you want to do, then I guess that's what you want to do.
2: But um, well, I think a lot of people are trying to figure out what the secret is. It's kind of yeah, I think a lot of people are trying to figure out what your secret is, and you know, it's kind of like become Mm -hmm. the mystery of what's in the KFC chicken, uh, you know, (laughs) coating. I
3: know. You know? um, But it's (laughs) I know I know know.
2: we. we, But
9: I think I'm gonna have to hire some oompa loompas if we uh
2: if we uh (laughs) do a a factory, (laughs) well. But the, the whole point is this, this roach chow is really that unique, and it really is um, something special. So if you guys haven't tried it, you have to try it, you know, at least once, and then you'll know what everybody's talking about because, you know, they don't call it roach crack for nothing. It, it really makes your roaches go crazy for it. So I don't know what you're putting in there, and it's comforting to know that, you know, if if a child ate it, you wouldn't panic, so that's good. So at least – you know, I mean, of course, we can't ask you everything that's in your secret sauce. Um, that, that would be like giving away the mixture to FlexWatt Inc., which calorie will never do. So, you know, it's kind of like that. Like, you know, you got to keep some secret in order to, you know, keep your product yours. Because if you didn't, everybody would be making, you know, with, uh, a similar type of product. So, um, I, I mean, that's well, cool. I, 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 mean, I will say I, this. I learned all about protecting your uh, creation uh, recently, too, so... I know exactly what it's yeah. about.
9: But. <laughs> well, I will say this. If I ever decide that I'm not going to do this anymore, I will um, make sure that someone knows the recipe and can do it. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that we did um, is that once we started doing this and the response was, like, just tremendous, um, uh, you know, I just started it um, and shared it with a few people, and the response was just, Overwhelming. Um, And I started out doing it in like Ziploc bags, you know. Oh, you know, do you want to try it? And, Mm -hmm. you know, I I was just impressed with it. Um, And Mm -hmm. so, um, you know, my entire family got on board. And um, I want to say thank you to my parents for um, purchasing us the uh, beautiful blue bags. Um, They were, you know, so impressed with. Everything that we're doing, they, you know, said so this is a gift to to Mark and I and, and the kids for all of our hard work, um, which we thought was very sweet. Um,
2: and That's the so we uh, blue packaging that you use?
9: Our blue packaging, correct. And, cool. um, and, you know, we've had such a great time interacting with some amazing people in the reptile community, And we have had such amazing testimonials about our chow. Um, You know, we look forward to seeing what the future holds and continuing to grow. Um, You know, if people are interested in checking out our website, it's www.mf2ent.weebly.com. I also would like to offer a special. um, I will be making chow next week. Uh, right now, I'm waiting on a shipment of supplies, um, but uh, for having to wait a week, um, I will be offering anyone who uh, places an order today a free chow soup. We just got them back in stock, and they're really cool. They fit perfectly in the bags. Um They're also great for using, like, with your water crystals. Um mm-hmm. Um, so I will offer anyone a uh, free uh, chow scoop if they order within this week. Um, and it will probably – they'll ship out uh, next Monday.
2: Okay. So if they okay, order cool. within
9: this week, they will they will get a free chow scoop um, in their order. And um, I'm just excited that we have those little scoops in stock. I've had so many people who just love them and ordered extras too used for their dry water crystals and then ordered an extra for their wet water crystals because they make them in like the gallon size. So, mm-hmm.
2: Didn't you, um, did Yvonne want to call in and talk about uh, her experience with your child? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's her, um, is she on the, what's her area code? I don't know. What's her um, area code and I'll let you know. Don't give me the whole number though.
9: It is 252. Can... Two.
2: All right. Let's take a look. Um, Yvonne, if you're listening, call in, and I'll bring you on the line. um, I don't see her yet in the queue um, Now, there's like thirty numbers in here, but I don't see two one what did you say two one five q five what is it? you're breaking up
9: two five two five two
2: oh two five two yes, I do see her here she is, okay. Hi, Yvonne. You are live on Gecko Nation Radio. I know you're from the Gecko blog.
9: Yes. Yeah. Hey, guys. How's it going tonight? The show sounds fantastic, good. and I definitely wanted to tell you uh, congratulations on sticking with it and getting everything done so you could get back where you love being. It sounds fantastic, awesome. and I'm definitely looking forward to more shows in the future.
2: Oh, Thank you so much, Yvonne. What do you think of this? Those are my my gecko screaming sound effects.
9: Yeah, that was... I was sitting here going, okay, I know this sound because I hear it every time we walk past the latch. That sounds real familiar. Uh, One of the things that I wanted to be able to bring up regarding Marcy's chow is that when she had first started making it and we tried it out, is I always love to uh, analyze and test everything and one of the things that I had done is I pulled a batch of uh a group of adult breeding guys, uh, Dubia, off to the side, uh, and did a separate bin of them. Kept my main group on their regular chow. The second, where radio? Okay. I, have I do not have it on. I don't. I mean, I'm running out. I'm running out to the other room.
2: My husband was was listening, and I ran
9: through the house. Yeah,
2: the the echo is kind of, you know.
9: Yeah, that was that. I was like, oh, mine's off. We're being taken (laughs) over. But uh, in doing so, uh, to be able to test the chow and see what the results were, uh, we found, and it was very interesting, we found that the dubia that were fed exclusively on the MS2 premium roach chow uh, began breeding much heavier uh, more often and producing a bigger load of offspring than the original colony that we had on a recipe that I used to make from off the Internet. Uh, And the thing that really clinched it for me is, you know, seeing the results like that and literally being able to sift babies and saying well, we've got, you know, 15 more grams of uh, babies from this batch than we do that batch. That's definitely something. And when you can reproduce that uh, result three times in a row, that really tells you something. But the biggest thing for me was that, you know, I had made some of the products that you see the different recipes on the Internet. And had tried those, but it was stuff with fish flakes and chicken food. And I am a firm believer that your animals that you breed and keep and raise are only as good as what their insects that they are being fed are being fed. So if you're just feeding your animals what the hell ever, uh, uh, when you're feeding your insects just filler stuff, it's not that great. But aside from the results from breeding these animals uh, breeding the Dubia uh, with the more babies was when you open the premium roach chow, it reminds me of like fresh, being outside fresh air mowing the grass. (laughs) It it just has a wonderful smell. It's like you want to pour
2: it on the floor and just like roll around in it. It's it's very clean. It's like yeah, I understand what you're saying, and it's very fine. Yeah, like particulate, and it's 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 like perfect chow. It's, it's you know what it, it basically is like homemade food. It's you know Marcy's is making this in her kitchen. It's not made in a factory. It's not made with you know the cheapest ingredients possible. It's made with really good stuff, and you know that's going to show when you feed it to your roaches and then you feed it to your geckos or whatever. That nutrition is going to get passed on, and that's why. Some exactly, more colorful than others. Yeah. and um, you know yeah, in the well past
9: the when <clears throat> in the past, when we had uh started over into raising our own DBA, because anybody that's gonna do this at any uh level of having many we have a very large collection of various animals, you need to be able to raise your own crew for them because otherwise you're gonna be bankrupt, but one of the things that. Um, just appealed to us. That was the biggest clincher right there, with just that freshness, that quality. You can mm-hmm. smell it. It was just, you know, wow, this is awesome stuff. Uh, which had yep. also prompted me to try to find out what was in it. That didn't go well. But it's just, it's there, when you can smell and feel that freshness, and when you can look at this uh, group of Dubia. Um, that are producing more babies more often without the slowdown that you often experience when you breed dubia in mass. You'll notice that your females will slow down here and there. Uh, did not mm-hmm. experience yep. that. But the most the interesting thing is that when we had first started breeding our own dubia, I had done an experiment versus uh, raising babies only on mealworms and babies uh, raised on dubia, and we found that leos that were raised strictly from the time that they hatched to, you know, the 20, 30 gram mark, were heavier, more robust, grew faster, put on more grams more quickly, et cetera. And we also noticed that after we started with the MS2 premium chow, we had the exact same results, over again so we have babies that are literally just a couple of weeks old and they are not giants they have no giant in their pedigree that we're hitting you know the damn 20 gram mark and i'm like what
10: is in this
9: stuff but uh it's just <laughs> excellent stuff and i tell everybody you know i'll have people contact me and um and they're like, well, you know, if you if you were to make some roach chow, what would you make it with? And I said, just don't even bother, because the recipes that you're going to find online are – they have a lot of commercial filler in them. Yep. And I yep. tell them, you know, if, if there's any one thing that you can do for your animals, aside from good, excellent husbandry, is make sure that the insects that they are eating are being fed the best quality stuff that – if you're going to go – uh, broke on buying something, you eat ramen and you buy the feeder insect, the MS2 premium chow, so the animals eat better than you do, but the end result
2: is all that matters. You know, it's so right. And you've asked him, Marcy, why do you think it's so hard for a lot of people to put that that correlation together? Like, even in our own lives, you know, people eat so much sugar and so much junk food and then they wonder why I, they get sick. And You know, it's you like, i I was
9: well, actually I, I going to say exactly what you said is that you look at what people consider an acceptable diet and they're eating it, well, I probably shouldn't say any fast food places out loud, but you understand what I mean. And they think that that's a perfectly fine diet and you just, oh. if they think that's fine for them, of course they're going to think it's fine for
2: their animals. Right. So some people don't even feed their, um, their feeder insects and they just, you know, they have crickets in a tank and they're, you know, they throw them and they're all skinny and they're dehydrated and they think that the geckos get nutrition and, you know, exactly. and then they wonder why they're, you know, their animals aren't doing well. So yeah, it makes total mm-hmm. sense to me. So, you know, to all the listeners well, and the people in the hobby, this is so important. It's, so, it's,
9: so. And, you know, I've had people contact me and say, you know, I, I got the crickets that you, or the dubia or the mealworms or the, you know, small supers, now what do I do? And uh, you, you instruct them to gut load and things of this nature. They didn't even know that they were supposed to have been doing that the eight previous months that they've had the animal that they've been feeding. Right. They've just been going straight to the pet store, picking up 15 crickets, coming home, dumping them in the tank. And I'm like, oi. <laughs> we all start learning <laughs> somewhere. We all start somewhere. So you can't find fault yeah. in them. But now it's, it's a whole lot easier because now you go, go to this website and buy this roach child. and.
2: Um, well, I have a well, very one special of the request w- from, Marcy, I have a very special request from Jeff Scott, and he wants to hear the Roach Chow song.
9: Oh, oh God. I will, not tor- I will not torture your listeners with that. Um, <laughs> and I love Jeff dearly, but I'm just not going to torture your listeners with my so uh, with my Roach Chow Roach song. Jeff, I love
2: you, but I can't in- do it. Hey, well, systems, you know though. what? He if we, it if Jeff would like
9: to call in, if Jeff would like to call in and sing it, I will. I will play oh, the piano. Oh, that's good, Jeff! Come on, that's hysterical. I would uh, love that. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> over here telling me to tell you that you have to sing it. <laughs> hey, Jeff,
11: call in. I'll one thing that you I on. do
9: want to say.
2: What's
9: your gift um, code? I go have ahead. it somewhere. Um, one thing that I do want to say before we get Jeff on here singing the Roach, Roach Chow song is that um, it's not just for roaches. Um, you can feed the MS2 premium insect cow to mealworms, to superworms, to crickets. Um, every turk, single everything. one of those, to yeah, turk to, um, roaches, um, every single one of those insects just love it. I mean, I can sprinkle it over mealies, and they will demolish it in no time over superworms, demolished. Um and it's um you know, it's just plain old good nutrition. It's filled with good um good products that I put in there. And it, you know, I look at it like um it's it started out as, you know, roach food. Um but, you know, the more I thought about it was like, you know, I'm gonna try this with my mealworms because I want my mealworms to have good nutrition too. And mm-hmm. so I also now have um, the mealworm oat substrate um, on my website. Um, so and if I'm someone the first doesn't want to make the oat that. substrate. Yes, you were, David. That was so cool.
2: Yep. We're gonna put um, so up if someone doesn't
9: want to make make substrate, um, they can buy some. If they only buy mealworms in small quantities, but they want to have their, um, you know, geckos uh be housed and a substrate that is um high you know contains high nutrition then absolutely try this try you know try the premium meal uh meal bedding that I sell so
2: mm-hmm. okay. Um I don't know if Jeff's on the line or not. Do you guys know his, his area code? I don't know if he's gonna call in or not.
3: Do you have what? it handy Yvonne? Uh, I think it
9: begins with a three
2: three it's uh five three zero should
7: we say this okay. out loud?
2: You know, know I can. If you guys <laughs> text me his number, I can call him. Actually, on the air, I can make calls from the from the switchboard and call people. If you want to bother him, but we don't have to if he doesn't want to. Oh wait, here right, there, he, is he he me a message. He doesn't want to do it. He's chickening out too. He says you don't want to hear me sing. I couldn't carry a note in the basket. He says. Maybe you're that guy, slide. I'm gonna let you a but Marcy, when you come back for your full episode, I want to hear this Roach Chow
3: song. So, I well, want maybe to what, I'll, it what I'll
2: do is I'll have
9: my husband, who's an incredible musician, uh, do something for okay. Mr. Jeff, um, and maybe I'll <laughs> uh, play the bass for it because um, that's actually one of the things that I can do musically. You don't want to hear me sing,
2: yeah. Okay, all right, cool. All right, well, ladies, thank you very much, Marcy uh, Lewis, and thank you so much for being a sponsor uh, to our show. I'm I'm very proud uh, to have you as our sponsor. And I, I just want to say something on the air and on the record tonight. I have a feeling that this road show is going to be huge, and I believe that history is being made right now with a very small business that is going to become something big already. Um her product's been taken on by Greenville Arms and by AB Dragon, and I think it's only going to get bigger and better from there. So, Marcy, seriously, I wish you the best of luck with what you're doing, and um, I have oh, a really I good feelings about
9: it. Thank yeah, you absolutely. so much,
2: and I, I,
9: I just have to say that I appreciate all of the people that have been so supportive in the community. Um, there's been, you know, such a great support that I can't even. You know, the list is so long of uh, people to thank that have been really helpful and really supportive, um, and all the people that I can thank, I, I think everybody knows, knows who they are, and, um, you know, I reached out to them, and I appreciate them as much as I can, and I, I, I can say that I certainly couldn't have done it without them, and I couldn't have yeah. done it without my wonderful husband or my family. So, uh, yeah. Thank you very hey, Yvonne, much for giving thank me you.
2: the opportunity to be a sponsor. Oh, absolutely, Marcy. I'm, I'm, I'm honored. Um, Yvonne, thank you very much for chiming in as well. And um, it's always great corresponding with you on the Gecko blog. And um, thanks for calling in tonight and helping um, to uh, talk about Marcy's product.
9: Oh, awesome. And thank you so much for um, having me on here. And congratulations again. You're doing an awesome job. Well, you've always done an awesome job. But just really proud to see you have the stick withness to go ahead and do this because it's definitely obviously a great passion of yours and you do a fabulous job at it.
5: You oh, would definitely you. Be miss. we
9: don't want you to uh do not want you to disappear into the ether. We it's been great <laughs> to uh hear all the support. The community is just uh amazing. This is yeah, I've been in a lot of animal communities, but when the reptile people rally around someone it is something to behold. They are just all incredible people. But once again, are, congratulations uh, and thank you. Yeah, and thank you for having me on the show. And we will talk again some other time.
2: Awesome. And, and Marcy, before you go, do you want to uh, give a prize away tonight to uh, to a listener? When I do you open lines later?
9: Yeah, I will give a pound and a half of chow to. That was um, nice. Uh, count and a half of a yep. child to um, a caller. Um, it will be shipped okay. out next week, um, and they can send me or you can send me their information, and I will send it out along with a uh, free scoop. Oh,
2: awesome. Okay, me. great. Cool. All right, Marcy and Yvonne, thanks again for calling in tonight, and um, we'll see you We'll see you soon, Marcy, on your own episode. Uh, All right.
10: Excellent. Thank you so much, y'all. Good night. Good, night. All right, Good night. Night,
2: Bye-bye. Okay. Awesome. Um, all right, Jeff Scott got chickened out, he's not gonna call in with the song. Um, yeah, they, they nailed it. Um the the reptile uh community and the gecko community in general, you know, we are passionate folks and we do uh take care of each other and uh we support each other. So uh thank you all for supporting me with this new venture and um and helping me through tough times. Um someone that, that definitely went out of their way to help me through tough times. Uh, is Destiny from Desert Snow Gecko, and uh, Destiny, just give me a second to remember your area code, and I'm going to bring you on. Um, let's see. Oh, and by the way, uh, my new buddy Daryl is ordering some MS2 Chow right now as we speak. So, okay, I found you, Destiny. Let's see. Right here. Destiny, you are live on Gecko Nation Radio.
10: Hello, David.
2: How are you? How's it going?
10: I'm doing good. I'm really excited to be on your show, and I'm really embarrassed to admit that I'm actually really nervous.
2: I'm nervous, too. It's a good nervous, (laughs) though.
10: I think that you're doing great. You have always done such a good job with your shows. They're informative, educational, entertaining, even silly, like with the mean old gecko lady. So I'm really glad that you bounced right back up onto your feet and have started your new show already. And I wish you the best of luck with all of it. And I'm so excited. And my Sunday night was just really crap the last couple weeks, I just got to tell you.
2: I know. I'm, everybody was complaining. I'm sorry it took me a little bit, you know, to get the new thing going. But, you know, I, I wanted to do it the right way. I, I went to an accountant and I, I made it an LLC. I secured the name. Um, I made everything legit. And, uh, you know, that takes a little bit of time. So, um, and Steve has been a huge help with all the sound effects in the video and everything. And you're going you're gonna to hear a lot oh, of really cool stuff on the show.
10: I absolutely love your promo videos. They were so fun and I'm really Uh, glad that you went ahead and got yourself an LLC because you just never really can know what you're going to accomplish when you start something. And I just think that your radio show has taken off in such a way that it was definitely something that needed to be protected.
2: Yeah. And in the last show, I didn't anticipate the success of it. It was just You know, it it was just starting to get incredible. I mean, and and it's a good thing that, you know, the things happened when they did because, I mean, imagine if it happened two or three years years into the whole thing. Um, You know, at least it was only a few months old, so, you know, I didn't lose too much. But there is a body of work uh, that was done, and I'm going to do my best to uh, redo everything. And I'm not just going to redo it. I'm doing it better and making sure it's just, you know, as good as I can do it. You know, of course, I don't have access to professional video equipment. So as good as I can make it is what I'm it's what it's gonna be. And uh Destiny and seriously, um from just the bottom of my heart, thank you for supporting me when um things were a little crazy. Uh so and, and that's to all of you out there. Um I, I it's that's what that's what we do. We help each other and um we support each other. And you know, I do it for others and you guys sure sure as heck did it for me and thank you personally Destiny for your help.
10: Well, it was well deserved and I don't I don't necessarily go to bat for every single person that has a hairbrained idea, but it's your <laughs> show and you're the one who made it and you're the one who rocks it. So of course, we're all going to stand behind you.
2: That's awesome. Thank you. And I'm looking forward to um two weeks you're going to be co-hosting with me for uh, Jamie Carnes episode, right?
10: Yes, I'm going to be co-hosting with you. I'm so excited. Um, Jamie and I talk all the time. Um, he does leopard geckos that are just amazing. It's not his main focus, of course. He likes to do other stuff, too. But, of course, we have to pick his brain about the leopard gecko stuff, too. Oh, we're going to touch on everything.
2: We'll, we'll get him to talk about all his projects.
10: I think it'll be a really no. fun show. I'm really excited.
2: Yep, and then the following week after that, you're coming for your, for your whole episode, and we're going to talk about fat tails, we're going to talk about leopards, and we're going to talk about what? That special project?
10: Our fun little project, That's the of piggy tails!
2: That's right. That's right. Everybody loves the piggy tails. Pigtail leopard geckos. These are leopard geckos. Some people call them curly tails. Um, we're, we're actually, uh, among few breeders that are trying to solve the mystery. Of the pigtail or the curly tail, see what's going on with that. Um, so we're going to talk about that in about three or four weeks. So I'm sure everybody looks forward to that. And I definitely I've been looking for, you know, looking forward to doing a fat tail episode for a long time. And um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I know. Uh, I'm really yeah, excited definitely. to
10: talk about it too.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun, uh, and it's going to be cool. Like the new format, we're going to have periodically, you know, different guest hosts guest co-hosts, and there may even be a couple uh, nights here and there where I may not even be the host of the show, there may be a special uh, host that comes in to do the show, so there's going to be a lot of surprises and a lot of really cool stuff um, coming up with this particular uh, project of mine, Um, and this is just the beginning, there's a lot of ideas in the works, so um, it's it's exciting, it really is, I'm, I'm thrilled, I'm really looking forward to it, so.
10: It really is so fun and so exciting, and I am so glad that you have such a good attitude about everything that happened, so that we can go forward and you can continue to help the reptile community um with all that you don't you do so many things you don't just talk about geckos, you do reptile news, you always talk about different um government issues, we always run into those, and you you break it down, you explain it for people like me who don't really understand um, everything or the implications of things. So, um, I just, I really appreciate what you do because it helps me. So if it helps me, then that means it has to help other people, right?
2: Absolutely. That's what we all do. And I know I'm not perfect. I'm not a know-it-all. I'm not, you know, the king of anything. But, um, if I can help a little bit, then that's what I'm going to do. And, you know, that's the, the only motivation behind these things. And, you know, my just like my YouTube channel and stuff, it's just to, you know, basically get others interested. People have called me a, and I think my my role in this community is a, a recruiter. I I'm able to um, get others enthusiastic about geckos and about reptiles, and um, if that's my role, then I'll proudly do it.
10: Well, thank you so much for doing it, and I really don't want to take up a whole lot of your show time because I know you have so many people to talk to, but I really, Mm -hmm. really, really am so glad that you have been able to get back on the horse, and I think that this show is going to be so much better than the last one, not that it wasn't stellar last time, but I think this time it's Mm -hmm. going to be cosmic.
2: Yes, cosmic, yes. That's even bigger (laughs) than stellar. Galactic. (laughs) Galactic. (laughs) <laughs> right? yes intergalactic awesome. intergalactic <laughs> <laughs> all right destiny destiny from desert snow will be with us uh, in two weeks as it goes and their own show in three uh, three or four weeks so thank you for calling in destiny I appreciate it yes
10: bye bye Dave love your show love you bye
2: bye thank you thank you very much all right okay everybody someone that's been waiting quite a while um and I apologize Justin um Let's bring you back. Uh, Justin from Herpentime Radio. I did, you know, I was so distracted earlier that I, I just didn't, didn't realize that he was, he was on hold.
7: So Justin, you're live on GECA Nation Radio. Hey, David, congratulations on the show. Looking forward to seeing what the future holds for you, man. Oh, uh, thanks a lot, Justin. Thank you for your support. It means a lot.
2: Um, Justin is JD's partner on Herp and Time and um we talked a little bit with JD earlier. Uh what's new with you Justin?
7: Oh man, I'm I'm beat. I'm exhausted. Um been on vacation this week and I went down to Snake Road in Southern Illinois and um had a uh a, just a flat out I guess the word of the day is cosmic. Um <laughs> I'm down there but I'm exhausted. I went and did a uh, reptile show in Terre Haute, Indiana today, and I'm just kind of looking forward to going to bed right now, to tell you the truth. But um, Oh, I'm
2: sorry to keep you up so late.
7: Yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> well, I think
2: even, I'm even more appreciative that you decided to hang on as long as you did. That's <laughs>
7: all right. It's in. all right. I wouldn't miss it for the world, <laughs> David. No, I, uh, oh, I took you, off, man. went down Southern Illinois to Snake Road, and... Um, I was meeting up with a friend of mine that lives down there. Um, Jeremy Schumacher. He's a he's a well known field herper, and I don't, mm-hmm. I it would be, yeah, you would be hard to find anyone who knows Snake Road area better than he does. And mm-hmm. um, I was supposed to meet him at the south end of the road, and we were actually broadcasting on Herping Time. And I was late calling in because it took a little bit longer to get down there than I thought it would, and I had to set up camp and all that. And um, I'm driving down the south road to the south entrance Snake Road, and um, I uh, pull up behind. His vehicle's parked right in the middle of the road, about 100 yards away from the entrance. And I pull up there, and he's and I'm on the air the whole time, and he's waving me forward. i like, oh, he's got something. What's he got? Walked up there, and I swear it was the longest copperhead I ever saw. It was like a five-and-a-half-foot copperhead. And he's like, no, there's two of them. And I get up there, and it, and... And on the show, you can get the whole play-by-play. Of, oh my God, they're breeding! And it's like, wow, that, that's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. That'll never happen. Oh, cool! I didn't,
2: I didn't hear that one yet. Wow, that's on the most recent episode.
7: Uh, no, that was uh, we did one episode after that because we did a Thursday special. We did a special show on Thursday okay. um, with just me and JD while I was on Snake Road. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the trip was epic. Um, Nineteen cotton Cottonmouths. Um, I found in total. I found a baby pile of newborn mouths that had not even been through their first shed. Uh, the breeding oh, wow. copper. I found fence lizards that were just out of the egg, just hatched. Right out on the huh. road. Little bitty tiny guys. Uh, they didn't even know to run. I mean, they were just out of the egg, and I was able to just get right down on them and get photos. Um, Amazing. And just a, uh, I found a lot of stuff down there, but it was pretty exhausting, I, I hit it pretty hard, and my uh, my knees and everything else is, um, it, are yelling at me about it, but uh, <laughs> anyway, there I was, um, we we're doing the Snake Road special, and right there while I'm on the air, some dude goes driving down the road on a, on a motorcycle.
2: I heard about that.
7: Yeah, well, um, two months in the spring and two months in the fall, the road is closed, foot traffic only no motor vehicles no nothing but foot traffic and mm-hmm. uh and anyway this guy must have went around the gate and took off down the road he's going the same direction I was so it didn't look to me like he hit anything I didn't see anything that was hit but I, I had to jump off the air and call law enforcement um but the, the guy was gone he he was blazing down that road pretty fast that was a pretty bogus thing and um Unbelievable. You know, it just when you're doing live radio, David, and you're going to find this out if you haven't already. You never know what's going to happen, and uh, I know it's sometimes you know sometimes good things, sometimes bad things, but sometimes you know you really got to go on the fly, you know, and it uh, that was something that just really surprised me to see something that bogus illegal activity on Snake Road while I'm on the air and having to call the law enforcement. It was, um, it surprised me, big time. And I um, went to the Reptile think, Show today. They didn't get the guy,
2: right? Huh? They didn't get him, though, right? They didn't get him no, a ticket he was or
7: gone. anything? He was gone. Mm-hmm. I didn't get his plate or anything. I'm not even sure if that motorcycle had a plate on it. Um, hmm. I mean, he blew right by me pretty quick. And I'm, I'm glad yeah. that I was off the side of the road in the weeds. I was kind of poking around, looking for stuff. Because uh, the way he went... Went flying down that road If I'd have been out on there would have been Pretty decent chance I'd have been hit Um, Right But another thing is uh, Something I got to put out there In a three day period I was in close contact With 21 wild venomous snakes There are literally Nothing to worry about I mean every single one Was just sitting there Or else they'd take off Like a bat out of hell Trying to get get away from me Um, The cottonmouths I noticed some behavior with them the smaller ones would kind of sit there and you could kind of take your time taking photographs of them but the big ones man you had to be fast with the camera because they were gone they'd run away from you know people say they're so dangerous well how come every one of them i see is trying to get away yeah you know, it's, I, I was i was in co- really close contact with 21 venomous snakes in the wild and i was never in any danger um never even Jeez. felt like i was in any danger it's just as long as you're not being stupid, as long as you respect them, as long as you're not being stupid with them, as long as you're not stepping on them or grabbing them or anything, um, you're fine. Yeah. All right. No, well, anyway, David, I want to congratulate you on your show, and, hey, I'll holler at you later, buddy.
2: Hey, Justin, thanks for calling in, and um, let's do a crossover soon. If you want me uh, uh, to come on Herping Time, I'm available anytime.
7: All right, man. All we right, right, well, we'll, uh, we'll be in touch with you about that. All right, Justin. Take care, bud. Yep, see it. Bye. Later.
2: All right. Okay, everybody, that was Justin from Time Radio. You guys can check them out every Wednesday, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern. They're also on Block Talk. All right, I have three cool prizes to give away tonight, and um, we're going to give them away to callers. And uh, let's see. Um, I'm just going to pick random calls here, and... I'm not even going to ask you a question. I'm just going to pick up the phone and I'm going to offer you a prize. Let's take, this one's been on pretty long, 570, 570 area code, you are live on Nation Radio. Hello. Hi, is this who I think it is? Is this Amanda?
11: Yes, it is. Hi, Dave.
2: Hi. Hi, how are you? I miss miss, uh, talking to you. I miss your call (laughs) and... How are you doing? You okay? Oh, looks like we lost Amanda. All right. We'll bring you back, Amanda. Call back in. Um, All right. Let's take another call. Someone that's been on a long time. Um, Okay. Here's one. Wow. This one's been on a long time. All right. Caller from the 571 area code. You are live on Gecko Nation Radio. Hi, Dave. Hi, who's this?
11: I'm Kristen. I haven't actually called before. Bye Mike.
2: Okay, how's it going, Kristen?
11: It's going pretty good.
2: What do you what do you what kind of reptiles do you keep?
3: Um, mainly lipper geckos, crispy geckos, pretty much just geckos.
2: Oh nice. So, so I think you probably you'd probably benefit from a twenty dollar gift card to A B Dragons, wouldn't you?
10: yeah I would
2: okay I'm gonna give it to you um do you know you know where I am on Facebook
10: i do i'm actually uh i've left you for a couple for
2: a little while now okay why don't you send me um a personal message on Facebook and um I will link you up with um baby dragon so you can claim that prize
3: okay thank you
2: okay do you have anything you'd like to say while you're on the air?
11: Um, there was one thing. I was I um was on your forum on the internet for the respond geckos and I noticed that mm-hmm. it said I was on your chat room, and it said something about functionality.
2: Oh I, don't know. But, oh I didn't I forgot to tell everybody. I'm not gonna be pursuing my forum any longer, at least I'm not at this point. Um I'm actually gonna be teaming up um with the gecko forums and we're gonna be doing some joint promotions uh, promotion there and I, I think it's a good thing, Kristen, because um the gecko forum i mean uh yeah, the gecko forum is a very well established forum, and there is like a wealth of knowledge there from going back ten years, so you know it, you know I, yeah, I could start my own forum and start from scratch, but why why do that when there already is such a such a great one that 's established so yeah. and and my goal really isn 't to compete with. With FAD and what he's trying to do with gecko forms, so um I'd like to try to help promote that, so um if you haven't heard of gecko forms, you should check them out, you know, yeah, so but if I ever decide to do the form again in the future, I'll let everybody know, but you know I'm just so busy with everything else, it's like crazy right now, you know, I got the group, I got um Facebook, I got a show now, I got my you know my breeding operation, which it takes up a lot of time.
7: You know, to, to, to run
2: a forum, it takes, you gotta check for spam every day, you gotta do a lot of different things, and I'm just not online enough to be able to keep up with it. Mm. So, but yeah, so, alright, well, I appreciate you calling in, Kristen, and um, definitely message me on Facebook, and I'll get you that uh, coupon for EB Dragons. You yeah. can get you a lot of like, nice duvia for your geckos. Thank you. You're very welcome. Take care. Take care. Alright, let's see if we can get Amanda back. Um The Amanda. Here we are. I think this
10: is you. Amanda,
2: is this Hi you? Dave? Yes Hi, it what is. <laughs> Did I hung up?
11: Okay. No, hung up my on my, my phone has been something awful lately. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, okay. I had you on speakerphone and then I went to switch it off of speakerphone because I didn't know if there'd be any like interference. And I'm like, no! I was the first caller on Gecko Nation, and now I lost a call. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
2: That's okay. Well, I appreciate you supporting my last show, and I'm if I know you, I know you're going to be a big fan of this one too. So thank you very much. Oh my gosh. Yes.
11: <laughs> and I, <laughs> thank I, you I, for I having this opportunity. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Oh,
2: absolutely. And I think if I recall correctly, the last time you got a prize, you got one from Razor Sharp. So um this time I'm gonna yes. give you the the chow from Marcy so you can feed your um feed your rotation. Oh, really wonderful.
11: <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh I, no I was actually just um I was actually just thinking about having to order some because I I've experimented with my own chows and just I wanna make sure and like what she had said, that definitely makes sense, making sure that everything's organic and the most healthy because i'm actually um a big huge fan of dubias and i just want to make sure that they're the healthiest thing for the geckos and i've also seen great results so that's so exciting <laughs> oh,
2: awesome yeah so you're going you've never tried her her stuff
11: though no, I haven't. I actually, I just now was hearing about it when you were saying you were going to try it out. So, nope, definitely oh, new for me. Yeah. You're
2: going
9: to love it. Uh, and, thank oh, you
11: so much. It's,
2: it's, yeah, and it's so cool seeing you uh, and
10: see how happy
11: you are with your little day gecko, by the way, on Facebook. Oh, he's, uh, I say he, but we, I still... I still don't know if he's big enough for me to quite see all of what's going on down there. So he, he, he <laughs> it, is still, I feel so bad calling any animal an it, but um, it still doesn't have a name and it still doesn't know its gender yet, but it is so awesome. Adorable, friendly, just it growing like crazy. It's eating wonderfully, super happy. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. That's cool. Yeah,
2: and they're they're special geckos. They really are. Uh well now you'll be able they to are. grow nice and fast. Uh now yep. that you'll be feeding <laughs> your insects the the good stuff, so will grow nice and big. <laughs> so awesome. all right, cool man. I'm, I'm gonna get to the next I'll get to the next caller. Thanks again Thanks for so supporting Anytime. and anytime and uh hearing from you again in the future. Cool. <laughs> awesome. All right. Take care. Thanks.
11: Keep
10: up the great work. Yep. Bye-bye.
2: Absolutely. Okay, bye bye. All right, absolutely, I'll be keeping up the good work. You got that straight. All right, let's take one more caller. And see, I'm just going to pick a random number here.
8: Uh, how
2: about this one? Okay. Caller from the 267 area code, you are live on Gecko Nation Radio.
5: Hi, David. it's Noah.
2: Hey, Noah, how's it going, bud? Good, how are you? I'm doing good what's uh uh what's what's going on in your neck of the
5: woods? uh not much most uh pretty much all of my females will stop laying uh all my eggs are hatched. I'm just raising and hatching for next season now,
2: yeah, yeah, that's what i am doing too pretty much same kind of thing. I'm glad things are kind of slowing down here. It's getting kinda of crazy, it's so much work yeah. man uh so well, I guess you're gonna have to make some time and some energy for something new from Razor Sharp because you're getting a $20 uh, credit uh, for that. So do me a favor awesome. and um, yeah, hit me up on Facebook um, and I will give you the secret code for that particular, um, you know, prize. Cause there's a secret code word that Jamie gave me for it.
5: All right. Thanks.
2: You're very welcome, dude. And uh, I know you used to call on the lot for my last show. And um I hope to hear you hear you again for the future on this one. And uh thank yeah, you for supporting the show too, bro. Appreciate it. Yep. Alright, I'll I'm gonna let you go and um um we'll talk to you soon. Okay, cool. Thanks, Noah. All right, Thanks. everybody. All right. I think it was an excellent first episode. Um got to talk to the talk to the sponsors, um, some very special people in the community. And uh, before we go, I have a couple of things I'd like to play for you. One of them is this.
1: Gecko Nation Radio is a David's Fine Geckos creation and production. You can visit the show's Facebook page at Gecko Nation Radio. I also have a great family-friendly group on Facebook called Gecko Nation. Apply for membership today. Gecko Nation Radio is sponsored by abdragons.com is your source for the highest quality dubia roaches. Whether you're starting a colony of your own or just need feeders for your insect-eating herbs, abdragons.com can't be beat in quality or price. They are also a huge distributor of FlexWatt reptile heat tape and have very competitive pricing. Check out abdragons.com online and on Facebook. Razor Sharp Reptiles. Like the name suggests, Jamie Carnes has some sharp gecko and snake projects in the works. He is very well known for his work with rare species, such as cave geckos, but also has some of the prettiest radar projects I've ever seen. Razor Sharp Reptiles is also known for high-end fat tails and beautiful rainwater leopard gecko morph projects. Check out RazorSharpReptiles.com online and on Facebook. Dale's Bearded Dragons is your one-stop source for any reptile supply products that you may need. From Exoterra, Zoomed, Rapashi, Repcal, Fluker, and much, much more, and all at 20 to 50% cheaper than your local pet store or big chain pet store. They are also the biggest reptile supply distributor at most of the Northeast Expos. Contact them directly online at DalesBeardedDragons.com or message me on Facebook and I'll put you in touch with the owner. And if you're looking for quality food for your dubia roaches, crickets, <coughs> mealworms, and superworms, Look no further than MS-2 Premium Insect Jow. Made with reptiles in mind, it contains no dog food, cat food, or chicken mash. Using only vegetable proteins and high-quality ingredients, MS-2 Premium Insect Jow will have your feeders making a beeline for it. Contact ms2ent.weebly.com or it can also be purchased at Rainbow Mealworms and AB Dragons. Gecko Boa Reptiles is your source for the highest quality leopard gecko morphs and wild types, from white and yellows to radars, amazing tremper morphs, and rare subspecies. John is a world-class breeder and extremely knowledgeable. If you're looking for something truly special in geckos, contact John Scarborough at geckoboa.com and on Facebook.
2: All right, everybody. In every episode, uh, I'm going to say a few words at the end, and... Um I do a lot of uh, perusing on Facebook these days and uh one of the one of the pages that I like is called Live Life Happy and uh check it out it's uh something that'll make you feel good every day if you're down the dumps or you got a lot of pressure and stress in your life uh it's just something that'll uplift you and put you in a better mood and uh I think tonight's episode and the, the theme and the and the message that I'd like to portray with tonight's episode is this don't be afraid to start over It's a new chance to rebuild what you want. And that's a saying that I saw on this, uh, Facebook page. And it really makes sense. And, uh, that's what I'm going to leave all of you with. And, um, I look forward to being back with you next weekend with John Scarborough. We're going to talk about, um, what it's like to be a large scale gecko breeder and what it takes to do this on a large scale. And we're going to touch on a lot of his unique projects and stuff. Um, and, uh, And that's about it. So I hope you guys like this episode. Uh, You're sure to like the the new new production I'm doing. And uh, thank you all again for your amazing support. And uh, I'm going to leave you with this.
1: Gecko Nation Radio is a David Spine Gecko's creation and production. You can visit the show's Facebook page at Gecko Nation Radio. I also have a great family-friendly group on Facebook called Gecko Nation. Apply for membership today. The jazz music you heard tonight was generously donated and created by Jeremy Turgeon of j and Reptiles. Thank you very much, Jeremy, for the great musical pieces. You can check out Jeremy at j and Reptiles on YouTube and on Facebook. And a very special thank you to our news anchor, graphic designer, and audio tech, Steve Barker. All the graphics, audio sponsor plugs, and music overlays were assembled by Steve. Check out Steve on YouTube at BC Barker Creations. He has some terrific videos for the herb community with amazing geckos and snakes. Please support the U.S. Herpetocultural Alliance. They are our most effective defense against legislation that threatens our rights of exotic animal ownership. Sign up for their newsletter and donate if you can at usherp.org.